What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Diving Deeper Podcast. I'm your host, Osama Ahmed, and today we're in for... I can't even say we're in for a fun one because I don't even know what the hell I'm going to talk about, but I'm at the studio today. I came here to drop this podcast for you guys, and I know what some of you guys might be saying. You might be saying... um, Hey man, uh, you promised us last episode that you weren't going to be missing anymore. And uh, last week came and gone, came and went, and you were not here. You weren't with us. And to that I say, um, shut the hell up. Alright? Yes, I did miss one. I'm sorry. Um, But this is going to happen. These days I'm in and out, whether I'm in the office or at home, and sometimes I just can't make it to the office or it really is a huge hassle to, to come all the way out here to record this, but I do apologize and we move past it, okay? Um, some of you might say, hey, uh, I know you just told me to shut the hell up, but that's not nice, man, and that's against all of uh, the principles that you established for this podcast, and to that I also say shut the hell up because this is my podcast and I do what I want, all right? <laughs> And yes, I came in with the heat for this podcast. All right, I'm not gonna let you guys tell me what to do on my own podcast. All right, this is my show. I do it as I please, when I please. Okay, so we're we're starting off with the heat today. Okay, I'm already I'm already heated. Speaking of heat, if you guys hear any crinkling in the background, it's because my girlfriend decided to leave her Thai food here on the table right where I'm recording. Um, I don't even know what to do with it. I honestly should throw it out because right before I started this, I had this beautiful, amazing, golden chocolate chip muffin. Okay, you know, I thought I was going to be cute today. My girlfriend is sitting here working at my office and I was working out and I thought I'd bring my, I'd bring her some lunch, you know, I'd bring her some food from one of her favorite spots near me. So I decided to grab her some food, and with that, I brought us a couple of chocolate chip muffins. Here I was, thinking I was being a nice boyfriend, but when I got here, we had to relocate um, locations at the building uh, because somebody else had a different conference room booked, and for some reason she was using that one, probably because she doesn't have my keys to actually use mine. So we had to move, and in that little adjustment process, moving from one room to the other, I left half of my uneaten chocolate chip muffin on the table on a plate so that I can go back and grab it um, after I moved my other stuff and I go back and she tells me she threw it in the garbage she threw half a chocolate chip muffin in the garbage what the hell are you even doing are you even my girlfriend are you the same person I fell in love with years ago how dare you throw away a perfectly good chocolate chip muffin and now i'm sitting here at this table right now looking at half of her chocolate chip muffin thinking i should throw this shit on the ground right now stomp it out and record it for her matter of fact i might turn this podcast into an asmr episode so you guys can hear me stomp out this chocolate chip muffin and hear her come walking in and crying about it because she deserves to after what she did to my goddamn muffin okay matter of fact i'm about to throw all this thai food out with it too damn it leaving her food all around here like it's her office do you you guys get that feeling sometimes like your significant other just does whatever the hell they want and doesn't even ask you especially when it pertains to things like your own uh living situation and your own area but just having zero regard for it entirely or is that just me? Am I the only one dealing with that? I, I find that very hard to believe. Um, 
But yeah, so that's why we're, we're starting this one off a little bit hot today, a little bit testy, one might say. But it's also because I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. As usual, I hop right on and talk about whatever is on my mind. Speaking of things on my mind, next week is the general election, guys. Who are you voting for? I'm going to give you a pause here real quick to let me know uh, wherever you are out there. If you're on the treadmill, if you're walking on the street, if you're just waking up, if you're about to go to bed and you just wanted to listen to my soothing, sultry voice right before you go to sleep, just uh, whisper it in my ear right now. Just let me know. Who, who, who are you voting for? Um, if you let me know, I, I could just actually go ahead and, and let everybody else know and we can skip the whole voting process as it is. Because the other day, just two days ago, I, I tried to go for early voting here in New York. I tried to go to my local polling uh, site uh, for early voting specifically. And the line was several, several blocks away. And I was like, the whole point of me even doing early voting was to, one, avoid waiting for so long. And two, avoid being around so many people that I can contract a virus from so if everyone's early voting does this mean that no one's going to be regular voting like can i go on the third can i go on tuesday and and vote then and it'll be fine or is it going to be just even worse now i'm scared because you have a bunch of people talking about how late ballots may not be counted at all um including if you were already at the polling site and it just got submitted late so now i'm scared now i'm thinking okay i gotta i do need to vote early but I need to find a place that's that's quiet. So if you're out there and you know a place in New York, in Queens, preferably, um, that is doing early voting that doesn't have a line, holler at me. Just uh, let me know and then let me know who you're voting for because I'm curious. Is that illegal or is that a myth? Like, is it is it illegal to tell somebody who you're voting for before you actually do it? Or is it just illegal to ask someone who they're voting for? I don't know. Is it illegal to ask your friend who they're voting for? I should probably look all of this stuff up before I just blindly spout random shit to you guys on this podcast. But that's kind of what we do here on this Diving Deeper podcast. We dive deeper into not just my thoughts, but uh, thoughts that just randomly pop into my head that I never even thought about before. So maybe this isn't diving deeper at all. Maybe it's just diving? Shallow? I don't know. But I'm kind of lost, guys. Here's the thing. Other than voting, other than the election, other than that huge fiasco, and other than the global pandemic that we're in, there is not much else going on in the world, and I'm bored. Usually, I look to sports to make me feel happy, make me give me some joy in this time, and yes, I found some with the Premier League, with soccer starting back up, and my boys, the Foxes, the Leicester Blue, doing well, and sitting in fourth, I believe, right now in the table. Um, with six games being played, they're doing well. Uh, but my Giants, atrocious, so bad that I haven't even watched a single game yet this season because I honestly could not be bothered to care. The Knicks, I haven't even thought about those guys in probably months. Um, since the NBA season finished, since the bubble ended, I have not given a single damn about the NBA or the Knicks. And I think the draft is coming up in a couple of weeks, and I still could not. Give a damn. Is that me growing up and, and growing out of sports fandom? Or is that just me realizing that the Knicks are an atrocious abomination of an organization that I've committed so much of my life to, so many dying hours to, and have never given that same level of respect back to me? And I kind of do notice that now, um, watching Leicester, um, 
because so here's the thing with me right i've watched soccer all of my life soccer was my first true love the first sport i ever played but i never followed a team other than any regional teams like for instance i'm egyptian i always supported the egyptian national team i'm in new york so i always went to red bull games but i've never really supported a team in the league that i watched the most which is the premier league so for years i've watched and never really had any specific drawing to a team whereas a lot of my friends were supporting the the top six clubs as they should and so it wasn't until a few years ago i think three years ago um when i realized that leicester really supported everything that i wanted in a team outside of obviously being geographically located where i was um, i was trying to explain this to my girlfriend the other day but it, it's hard to understand if you don't really follow sports but it could be you can draw any similar comparison with other things it's like why do you like this specific celebrity or why do you like um this politician or why do you like um this painting it's because you find features in them that appeal to you right and so what i found with supporting lester is that they're a small club first and foremost they're not an established big team um, that already has this historic presence right they're a relatively smaller club as far as premier league uh, teams go um, they haven't historically been a behemoth when it comes to financial uh, ability um, similarly when it comes to soccer ability but what i found was that some of their fans were the most undying loyal fans i've ever seen in sports um they're the loudest watching the games there's so much energy and passion and then when you actually watched the team itself you got to see um their striker uh, jamie vardy who embodied everything um regarding you know grit hard working ability this is a guy who came from absolutely nothing slumming it living homeless um and and playing in the lower divisions of soccer to eventually making it and cracking the big team and, and finally being uh, bought by Lester when he was around 27 years old. I actually just bought his book recently and haven't been able to crack that open yet, but I'm excited to because this is a guy who is honestly an inspiration. And he just finished last year as the top goal scorer in the Premier League. So with guys like him and, and other players on Leicester that really embody the spirit of hardworking uh, ability while also being great personable people and an awesome team that works cohesively together. I'm like, wow, this is a dream come true. This is something like I've never experienced as uh, a Knicks fan, very rarely experienced as a Giants fan. So I was instantly intrigued by that. The fact that they were an underdog in most of the games they played, I love that about them too. They also have, I think to date, the best underdog uh, sports story of all time when they overcame 500 to 1 odds in 2015-16 to um, win the Premier League. And so... Obviously, that made a lot of people money. A lot of people heard about that around the world. And that was one of the biggest sports stories of all time. And and that's a team that's worse than the team that are fielded out right now today. So I just, I just loved everything about it. I mean, even uh, the ownership, they have so much respect for the team, for the fans, for the supporters. Just this past summer, um, they were reassessing um, this pay-per-view model that the Premier League was voting on to determine uh, the fact that Fans, if they wanted to watch the games, they would have to pay 15 pounds pay-per-view model. Um, so they knew that that was too expensive for fans to actually pay. And they also worked with fans to figure out a season ticket payment model that would actually work with them um, in terms of financials. So they, they're they a huge team that really cares a lot about uh, support from its fan base all around the world. And um, they just care so much about the soccer that they play and, and the product that they put out on the field i think even just a couple of years ago they 
the fans in the stadium cheered so loud um, when a goal was scored that it registered as an actual mini earthquake on the Richter scale. So that just goes to show um, how important um, that team is to their fans and and to people around the world, just like myself. So I'm, I'm starting to see that and develop a healthier relationship with sports rather than the one I have right now with the Knicks and, and teams like that. But I'm um, just trying to help explain a little bit to you guys about what really being a sports fan means to me nowadays. Um, it's probably evolved over time. When I was younger, it, it was more so about being this hardcore fan and having rivals and stuff. Whereas now, um, I want to make sure it's actually helping improve my life rather than taking away from it. Speaking of that, I actually had a, so I uh, joined a friend's league, a soccer league on Sundays, and we play um, at this place called Soccer Roof um, in New York City, where I think it's actually sponsored by Manchester City, like the group um, where they've invested in creating these soccer experiences in New York and other places in America, similar to how a lot of those exist in England. Essentially, it's just these rooftop soccer fields where you can play indoor 5v5 kind of thing. We lost uh, on Sunday 18-0. I have never lost any game that bad in my life. Like, I'm not at all bad at soccer. I would like to say I'm pretty good, but I don't want to toot my own horn about that. But um, we just did not play as a team at all. We played against this team that was just ridiculously good. Um, They had a guy recording on the sidelines that would just zoom in on our faces as people would sub in and out. It was just honestly embarrassing altogether. And losing 18-0 just helped me really reshape what I thought about playing sports and, and, and my emotional relationship with sports. So I think I'm trying to really shift that towards more of a healthier lifestyle. So that's what I'm doing with both who I watch and how I play and 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 kind of all the relationships that I have right now. It's it's more it's I'm I'm, I'm trying to develop healthier, long-term, long-lasting relationships that don't cause me stress and, and really make me like really heighten the anxiety I have about everything going on in my life, not just um things that make me upset, but things that even make me happy as as well. So what's going on with you guys? I know this is time for me to check in with you guys about how I'm doing, but how how are you guys doing? It's been a while since I checked in on what your COVID situation's been like, how you've been dealing with the pandemic, what you're doing at home, what you're watching. Oh, speaking of watching, I know I'm super late to the game, but oh my God, I am so in love. I'm watching right now and I'm so in love with the show, The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. I decided this month I just wanted to watch a bunch of horror and thriller uh, movies and shows and i it, it's been on my list for quite a while but i've been watching it i'm now on season uh, it's only one season but episode six i believe i just finished watching the episode called two storms i'm not going to talk about it if you haven't watched the show haven't watched the yeah the show but i gotta say this show is shot beautifully the acting in it is amazing and yesterday's episode i'm not going to talk about the plot or anything but in the episode, I noticed right away in the first couple of minutes that it most of the episode was shot in one continuous take, at least for the first 20 to 30 minutes or so, which is insane. It was like watching a, a play or performance live in the show. And obviously, the acting took a little bit of a hit because you have to focus on blocking there. You have to focus on uh, making sure the camera movements are perfect and precise and that a lot of... Um, dialogue is, is is hit and nailed, uh, more so than getting all of the raw emotions correct. But... It was amazing. It was just amazing to watch. And I think I'm 
I'm hoping that this ends beautifully the same way it started. I think I have four more episodes left, but I'm in love with that show. So if any of you guys have any recommendations on shows similar to that, I know they released a, a new one called The Haunting of Bly Manor, I believe. Um, I've heard mixed reviews about that one, that it's not as good. So that's kind of a little bit of a bummer, but that's that's expected when you start off with such a bang like that. But I, I loved it. I've loved it ever since starting watching it. So I'm excited to even go home after this podcast and watch the next episode I've, i haven't had that feeling in in a long time you know i i haven't had it probably since watching maybe the wire which is honestly years and years ago no 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 i'm sorry you know what how disrespectful of me i completely whizzed by uh if you haven't watched it please do watch westworld i love westworld to death it's in my top five shows of all time along with The Wire, of course. Uh, but I haven't... There's there's a few moments in my life where I've had this feeling of, like, really wanting to go back and watch uh, a show for the next episode and, and embracing it and marinating it in it. Um, one of them I remember as a kid was Prison Break. Man, I was addicted to that show. I was like, oh, my God, I'd love to be Michael Schofield. Like, it's something aspirational as a kid in high school to want to be locked up in a prison and try to fight your way out um, and smart your and outsmart everybody to, to, to escape and get your brother to escape and just continuing to escape prisons every season like i don't even know how realistic that is probably watching it right now i'd hate it so much but i remember as a kid i was like oh my god prison break is amazing look at the character development on this show it's kind of how i feel so the, the first american movie i believe i watched was or watched fully was the gladiator and that stuck with me all of my life i've watched it dozens of times but that is one that if I if I probably watch right now, I haven't watched it in probably f- more than five years, more than eight years. No, no, more than I haven't watched it in actually seven years. I remember my first year in my relationship, I watched it uh, with Kiana. But if I watch it right now, I'm probably going to be so hypercritical of it that I won't even enjoy it. Although there's a few scenes in that movie that I genuine that bring me to tears every time I watch it, especially the final scene where Russell Crowe is walking through the field. I'm not going to explain why. I'm not going to tell you anything about the plot, but just go go ahead and watch it if you haven't already because it's a great film and it's a great story, however unrealistic it is and however trash Russell Crowe's career has been past uh, The Gladiator. But yeah, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now, watching that show. You're going to vote next week, watching soccer, playing soccer. What are you guys doing? A lot of you have reached out to me and, and mentioned, you know, about last week's or sorry, two weeks ago's episode that uh, you're appreciative of all the things that I said, you that I helped motivate you guys to keep doing what you're doing as well. And just constantly checking in about my career and uh, my life choices has been really helpful for you guys to listen to in, in terms of pursuing your own. So I'm super grateful to hear that from you guys. I'm always just happy to know that. Anything I do and anything we all do, there's nothing special about what I'm doing right now, but anything we all do is leaving a lasting impact on people around us. And that's kind of why I started this, you know, Um, it's just to help understand a little bit more of that impact and to connect with people around me, not just on the podcast, but anybody who listens and just reaches out. So as I said, you know, I always love when you guys reach out to me. So you can do that on Instagram at brosama, B-R-0-S-A-M-A, or um you actually that's probably the best way to reach out to me um i usually post this podcast on there um, each night that i record it um so you guys can react to it respond to me there follow me there um 
but I have no specific goals for this podcast. You know, I'm not, a lot of people have asked me, are you trying to take this somewhere? Are you trying to be a big podcaster? That kind of thing. No, I think this is just therapeutic for me. And it's really enjoyable to just talk into a microphone because a lot of what I do is face to face with people or digitally with people. And it's just like, I've grown to have this dependence on people so much so that if they need to, you know, excuse themselves from my life for a temporary moment, I feel alone and uh, have feelings of, you know, desperateness and, and, and loneliness and not knowing what I can be doing. And part of the reason why I did this was so that I can have this conscious exercise of speaking to no one but myself. You could consider this journaling. You know, you guys are my journal. You guys are the pages in my book and I'm writing with my tongue. Actually, that that, that is the weirdest and nastiest thing I've probably ever said on this podcast. And I promise you that was not intentional whatsoever. But I notice, I understand, uh, I realize what I just said and I am so sorry for honestly harassing you guys uh, through this microphone right now. I completely understand if you want to remove your headphones right now and unfollow this podcast, but but don't. You know you don't want to do that. You don't want to keep listening to more of what I said, just not what I just said in the past minute or so. You can entirely exclude that out. Um, but you know you know the rules. I don't edit anything out of this podcast unless it was like, you know, a random sound someone made in the background or a crinkling of a wrapper for a muffin or some Thai food that should not be here at all, but is still somehow here for some reason. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and go throw these things out right now and I'll keep you guys posted on what my girlfriend thinks about that in, in a few minutes. And if you don't hear from me next week, it, it probably means that I've died. It probably means that she found out that I threw out her food and killed me. Or it means that I slacked for another week and just didn't post one of these things. But I think it's safe to assume the first one. All right. So thank you guys for listening in on another episode of this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed. And if you didn't enjoy, just rewind this episode to the beginning of the podcast when I gave you guys advice on, on what I think um, about you hating on this podcast and just take that advice to heart learn from it learn from it accept it and move on okay so appreciate you guys listening to this one um, appreciate you guys letting me harass you uh, through this microphone as usual as I want to say all the time um, but I'll catch you guys in the next episode if you again I gotta always say this if you haven't left a review on this podcast what the hell are you honestly doing dude leave a review on any of your preferred platforms you can go to rate Oh man, I really should have figured this out. Was it rate my podcast or rate this podcast? It's probably ratethispodcast.com slash diving deeper. And you can choose the platform of your choice and give me a rating on there. It's pretty easy to do. All you got to do is open it up and click on the five stars. If you want to click on only the first star, um, just go ahead and exit your window and never do that again. But if you want to click five stars for me, go ahead and do that because it, it, it helps me out. It helps put this out to other people out there who could be missing this podcast. I want to listen to it as well. Um, and then that's all I need from you guys. That's all, that's all I ask in exchange for me speaking to you guys every week, okay? Like, that's not too much to ask. So thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you guys in the next episode and, and goodbye.